Insert disc two. That's true. So I want to talk about some stuff this week okay. uh, on the insert disc two. And the first thing I want to talk about is, because I found this hilarious. Uh, as you may know, this past, uh, in fact, just a couple days ago, uh, the Atari tw- uh, VCS console, the new version, went live on Indiegogo and destroyed its goal. Destroyed the mm-hmm. goal. I believe the goal was to raise $100,000, and I believe the last time I checked, they'd raised $2 million. Okay? Um, if you followed this system like I did, uh, it received a continual flow of hate through all the YouTube community. And, the YouTube and, community and in hate re- and it well no what the retro community the retro like, community hate they're not that bad what they're not that bad we're part of that community you goof we're not we part don't of that hate community. on people hey here we are we're not part of that community. what where do you where do these videos go do they go to where do they go they go to YouTube we're not broadcasting on on MySpace pal I don't so I, learn to live with it you're the same <laughs> jerk just like all the other jerks <laughs> you're the same jerk as everybody so, else now. I think we mentioned the Atari console briefly a couple uh, couple months ago. And I think I also mentioned everybody hated it and expected it to get killed. I knew this thing was going to make some money. Ask me why I knew. Why did you know? Because the people behind it are putting together a slick presentation. They took it down to get it right. And they've put together something that resembles something that might be cool. If you watch the movie that they put up for it, it was slick. They told you right away what it could do. They said what it might do. Is it something me and you would buy? Well, I don't know, probably not. But uh, with the success of the Nintendo Mini, the Super Nintendo Mini, the upcoming N64 Mini, the Neo Geo Mini, and the many, many other Minis, it's a, it's no surprise, and they've just recently announced an Intellivision project that's coming into. Uh, I did hear about that. Tommy Tallarico. That intrigues me because Tommy Tallarico is he's, an intriguing fellow. He is, and he's a talented guy, and I, he's the guy that's behind the video games live. But all that said, uh, this stuff's hot right now, and people forget the popularity of the Atari Twenty Six Hundred was pretty vast. Uh, people that weren't around for it don't understand the appeal, right? And I think there was enough people that said, "Hey." I want to get in on this. There were enough people that were curious that were willing to throw a couple hundred bucks at it to to make it go. I thought there were more than enough people because people were predicting doom and gloom and it's not going to make their funding. I knew they were going to blow past the funding. Did I know they were going to make this much money? No. They showed, in the video, they showed people, they get this thing has the ability to load up Atari 2600 games, which it comes with a, like a hundred, and lets you play them uh, online, live, live, uh, multiplayer, whatever. They also showed uh, newer games, like a Tempest 4000. Uh, we talked about the possibility of, and the speculation of maybe doing some Jaguar stuff. I think it's absolutely going to happen. I think they're going to open up the vaults on a lot of this stuff that you haven't seen. Uh, and I think it's got... I'm not saying it's going to be a blow-away item, but I think it's going to do pretty pretty well. I mean, clearly it's going to do halfway well because it's already made $2 million. I would be willing to bet you almost anything that we will never see anything no i don't want to say that because of tempest 2000 4000 no 2000 on the jag oh yeah aside from that we will never see 
anything Jag related on this box. Well, but they didn't show Tibbs two thousand. Well, I mean, I'm talking about as an outlier. <laughs> that would be the only thing Jag related because. There is no love for the Jag outside of the incredibly minuscule fan community on the internet. You've got to look at this from a different perspective. It's buddy. not the 2600. It's not the Nintendo. It's not even the Intellivision. Listen, let me ask you a question now. Now, now look, just give me, hear me out for a split second. I want to. You're Atari, okay? Okay. You have your properties. But okay? do you have your properties still? Do you own the rights to release Bubsy? Well, hold on a second. You have your properties, wherever they are, okay? They run from the Atari VCS console and maybe your Pong stuff mm-hmm. all the way up to the Jag. Then they've got some other stuff they released on the PC and right. whatnot, but that was who knows. Uh, you're going to want to put something fresh on the menu. It doesn't have to be something that's widely regarded or well-known, but it's different. It looks more modern. When you, If you can't ship a console that's playing uh, Warlords... You've got to do something. You've got to. So you're going to put out Kitsumi Ninja and no, say, "Well, this is out, our modern." You're thing. going to put out Tempest Four Thousand. You're going to put out what are the best games in the Jag? All two of them, right? There's only a couple. There's only one. There's, no, there's more than one. There's only one. No, that's, I don't agree with you there. I don't agree with you there. There's there's more than one. Okay, what's game. the second one? Well, what about Alien vs. Predator? That it's was, crap. No, it's not. It's it's rose-colored glasses nostalgia for a game that was not Have good you ever on release. That? Yeah. When? All the time. You've never Not played it, both. <laughs> you argumentative goof. So, uh, I think putting some Jag stuff on there will be something. It's an easy, it's a low-hanging fruit. Are you sure, though? I mean, do you think the Jag is easy to emulate? I think they can make the Jag work. I mean, it's there. It has, I, I it think has some we need to make a wager. Okay. Um... Everybody's you want to say you want what what kind of time frame are we looking at here? What's the wager? Well, we, we'll figure that out after we determine the no, terms. No, I don't want to make a wager. I don't bet. It's against the it's against well, the. It rules. doesn't have to be anything big. Um, I bet you. Would you stop with the pie, Duncan? There it is. It's the pie. No, I'm not doing the pie. <laughs> now I've already got my. With what do you think? When when do you think? Uh, so the, when is this box coming out? Uh, it is slated to ship in spring. In the spring. Okay. So if it's not coming out until spring of 2019, then when do you think the very earliest you'd see JAG content would be? Launch. Launch. Okay. So why don't we say, why don't we say by next September, September 2019, if there is JAG content that's not Tempest 2000 on the Atari box, I will do whatever you want. No, I'm not making no bets. Because you know I'm right. I'm not. Nobody's bringing back that freaking tank game that's awful. That other thing. Yeah, there's there's nothing on there to bring back. Atari has a limited library of more modern They'll hire people to code something better in like the span of weeks that would be better than any Jag title. Even if Tempest comes out on it, you've got that's a good that's a top tier game. That's the only game. That's still it's still a game. It's still and a Tempest four thousand is going to be better than Tempest two thousand. Well, twice I mean, as better. Is it? Well, twice as better. It's four thousand. I'm just saying. I think they'll use their properties to their fullest. They, I would, I would definitely use your properties to its fullest. I, I think that they're on the right track with making this thing look like it does. And saying it plays all the games that you like by Atari, and you can do it online multiplayer. Now, is that fact alone going to make it jump off the shelves? What's the MSRP on this? 
Uh, it varies depending on what setup you get. They've got two different styles. Having different setups, I don't well, know. It's not. I mean, they're they're just cosmetic. Yeah, there are two different. There's two different types. There's a jet, there, is there's a jet black. So console, there's the Vader and the Woody and a wood grain. And then you've also got uh, you can optionally have joystick or gamepad or both or neither. It seems I, like this is a lot of dilution for a market that's already pretty small. It's already raised two million dollars. Here's my theory on that. I think that they're they get investors together that make shadow Indiegogo accounts that people they're like okay we already we've already got a hundred thousand dollars so I'm gonna give all these people a thousand dollars I'm gonna give a hundred people a thousand dollars they're all gonna contribute that money so it makes us look like a big success success feeds on success in all these campaigns and all these Kickstarter and Indiegogo campaigns and that and what you end up with is the Ouya you know the Ouya raised eight million dollars eight million dollars on Kickstarter First of all, I don't know what you base the, the, your this conspiracy theory on. The same thing I do all my conspiracy Just theories. Just pull it out of the air. And That's... secondly, the Ouya was uh, the fresh item on the menu at the time. you got to remember, people are like, oh, the Ouya, what a piece of crap. No, I had two Ouya. But the Ouya was a piece of no, crap. No, it wasn't. It was exactly what they said it would be. It was a little Linux box that came with a joystick. The problem was, the problem with that was, is like by the time they got it shipped... Every bro- everybody and their brother had come up with something similar, and they'd done it at least as well, except for the game stick, which I also have, which is horrible. You know, they're little Linux boxes, but you got to think, there was no little Linux box when that came out. That's why it generated so much interest. And back in those days, the thought of having a, a console that was free to hack on, and it had a store, you weren't, you'd have to follow the rules of Nintendo or Microsoft, do whatever you want. It was a very appealing idea, until they realized... That part of the reason you're following the rules of Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo is because their infrastructure is awesome. They've got tons of support. They've got tons of people making crap for their machine. And if you had new y'all like I did, you'll realize the store was barren, the prices were idiotic, and the joystick was horrible. You know, and so now once you cracked it open, it still wasn't that great, but it was. But I mean, it's just totally different than that. Okay. This is because they also the Ouya didn't really appeal to this nostalgia crowd like the Atari VCS will. Uh, I think that's true. You know, I mean. Uh, um, uh, listen, what have I said about all these minis? It, they, they're, to me, they seem pointless. To me, I don't. I can see the value of the other people, but to me, they seem pointless. Right? This is no different. But I was, you know, all those other things sold great. Will this? Will this make Atari Super Nintendo Mini? Or yeah, there it is. <laughs> will this make Super Nintendo Mini money? No, this will make Mini Mini money. Uh, but it will make money because their overheads are probably pretty low going through Indiegogo. They, and I think this will give them enough money to get their to get something put out. And since they have said, okay, here's what it's going to do. It's going to play Netflix. It's going to be a Linux computer. I thought they said it wasn't going to no, play it Netflix. it absolutely does. Okay. I uh, thought that was part of their pitch. Is like, this is a games machine no, no, for game no, gamers. No, I think that was the, the, the uh, Intellivision guy was oh, saying that. Oh, okay. anyway, I got that confused. Um, it's going to do some pretty I mean, lame stuff. It's a Linux box. Will it run Atari? Yes, but everything runs Atari. Right. I think that the, it all it depends on the software that they build into it that runs on top of it. Like the whatever magic that they do to make games online and in you know, multiplayer and stuff like that. If they have online leaderboards, that's cool. And I mean, people like us are always going to say, "Well, you could do that with emulators, blah blah blah." But I mean, like, not many people do that. And yeah, I mean, you're, that's something else that people forget. Yeah, the, some of the YouTube crowds, like you know, most people aren't as tech savvy as as, as people that are making content are. Yeah. You know, they're just average people. You know, and my dad or somebody that really was in the Atari, 
which he wasn't, but they, they might take a chance on this. Mm -hmm. you know, they might not. Oh, I'm sorry. We didn't actually, you said that there were different versions, but like, what's the cheapest version of this? I think it's, it's right around a couple hundred bucks. I okay. don't know. I can't tell you exactly. I'm so it's sure. already out price. It's already twice as much as the Super Nintendo Mini. It's absolutely. More but than I twice mean, as much. I guess the promise is it's a more open system that will do more. Okay? Allegedly. Mm -hmm. Um it's a Linux box, so theoretically you can play Super Nintendo games on it if you wanted right. to. It depends, I don't know how they're going to go. And really, let me ask you, getting back to the to the Ouya, was the Ouya a success? Okay. I played with your Ouya. Mm -hmm. Wow. Don't tell people <laughs> that on the air. And the controller was unusably bad. It was not good. Game over, man. No, Game no, over. That's my, the end. You're not looking at it like I am. Was it a success? Well, of course it wasn't. It was absolutely a success because they played $8 million before they shipped Unit 1. Well, was it a financial success? I don't know. At the end of the day, by the time they sold the company off, I don't know what their figures are. They probably did I mean, they that. raised a lot of money, but there's lots of companies that raise a lot of money that don't stick around very well. I would long. wager they did pretty. They got they got their money and got out, which I would, I would also wager that's what Atari will probably end up doing. Because when this thing is out in the wild for a week or a month or a year, um, what benefit is there to a device that everyone's got that no one really needs another one of and is getting little to no support in a year? Because I don't see, uh, I just don't see that much forward progress on this. I mean, even if it's a huge success and everyone's got one, you're going to have similar things in your well, on your phone it'll sort of be yeah. like you know the flashback system sold very well you know they've made eight of them all right so this is like a flashback except it's got well i guess the newer ones have hdmi but this has got online capabilities price and, point though is what worries oh me. yeah it's so much more i mean it's if so you're, much you're, more. i just can't imagine you're dropping a couple i mean those 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 uh those little mini ataris and stuff the mm -hmm. flashbacks you're that's what 60 yeah. bucks something like you're that. a casual atari fan is not going to spend two hundred dollars on this, and your hardcore Atari fan sees through this at what it is and is not going to buy if it. If they got now, you're going to get collectors picking it up. Yeah, especially since the the wood grain ones got yeah. real wood. Yeah, heard that tale. Mm -hmm. But that market's only going to take you so far. Right. And and uh, that price point is scary. Uh, it tells me that they've probably got something halfway each under the hood. Uh, but and I'm sure they've marked themselves a decent little profit into that mix to get some of that money. Uh, but uh, uh, you know, sixty bucks is an impulse buy. Two hundred bucks. That's that's, that's not an, not for me. That's not an impulse that's buy for me. Money. That's a hundred bucks less than a switch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. So yeah. there you go. So anyway, but what it'll be interesting to to, to you know follow mm -hmm. and see what happens. Um, tomorrow is Korg's, the Columbus uh, Retro Gaming Society's big event, which I think I have talked myself out of going to <laughs> because no one wants to go with me and I uh, don't want to go to Columbus by myself because it'd be boring so I probably will not get to go to Korg's I may change my mind really the main factor is that my son's ball game is tomorrow it's his last game of the year oh man and it's exactly last at the point the where I can't play it's at 11 o'clock yeah. so yeah that's a real bummer so any any playoffs going on all-star they team? don't do that stuff in his league mm. they don't even keep score so but he's having a good year. That's you know, good. He's had a real he's had a real good year. Is he's going to be in second grade next year? He's third grade. Third grade next yeah. year. So they got to start keeping the score pretty soon. Yeah, next year they'll they'll start yeah. getting into a little hot and heavy. Um, I also want to talk about this new thing I read about. This fellow did with the NES. Did you see this floating mm -hmm. around? Well, I saw what you posted. He has managed to take 
a Raspberry Pi Zero and insert it into a Nintendo cartridge and with this item it will let him uh, with the circuitry he's put in there it will let him play Super Nintendo game on his Nintendo. Right. It's like Rob Zombie said, more human than human. It's it's amazing. It's an amazing technical achievement. Wouldn't you agree? Sure. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it's hard to do what he did or not. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say yes. It's very inventive. Uh, I think what he did was very creative. I've often wondered, because you know what this reminds me of? What's it remind you of? Uh, it reminds me of the opposite thing, where I had a thing that plugged into my Super Nintendo that would play NES games. No, 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 no. The correct answer is it reminds you of the vampire. Here you have, effectively, True. an emulator that seizes certain systems in a console or computer mm -hmm. and takes a, and, and basically makes it a zombie. Mm -hmm. which you, like I said, more human than you human. Use the, uh, yeah, which you use the joystick, the TV outputs... I don't believe he had sound working. Um, it's quite an astounding feat uh, to pull this off. I was very impressed. I doubt this will go anywhere. I can't imagine people wanting to play their Super Nintendo games on their Nintendo. Yeah. But it's still interesting. I was pretty impressed with the uh, with the overall effort and the way he went about it. And the way he described it, is, I don't know if you watched the video, but he, he says it's like a big joke. That he's doing, and the joke is that he can do this. It's not a joke that he did it. I don't. It's he's a strange guy, but it was pretty. I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. Um, this past weekend, I went to Louisville. Yeah. You know, it's funny when you go to a place like Louisville and you spend some time there, and you realize that everything there is just like here, except everything's just a little bit better. You know, there's more stuff to do. There's more opportunities for things. Um, don't look over there. Look over here. I was just pointing at the screen going, yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. Um, I put it in your world. And, uh, your world. Oh, I'm going I, in there. I went to my family reunion. Yeah. Where was this at in this is a, This was uh, actually my family um, reunion was actually in, it was across the river in Indiana. Because oh, that's where they're, they're mostly located. That's the land of misfit toys. And um, this was the highest concentration of people I'd seen smoking in years. You a lot know? of smokers in your family? Oh, Apparently all of them, you know, except for my immediately family. Of course, my dad smoked for years, and then he stopped when my brother was born. He smoked a pipe, um, but um, but yeah, it was. And it just reminded me of like how different things are than they used to be. Because you used to be anywhere you go, you'd see people smoking, you know, restaurants or you know outside, and like you still will see some people. But I mean, I don't know. At your workplace, are there still a heavy contingent of people that take a break and go outside and smoke a you, cigarette? You cannot smoke at or near a Kentucky government facility. Mm. So that's a no, That's a non-starter. And no one there smokes. Now, my partner used to smoke, but he quit mm. since I've been there. It's funny you should mention that, because I'm going to say some stuff that is very controversial here. Uh, controversy. So I grew up just like you, in fact, much longer ago than you, and smoking every sucker smoked. And my mom and dad didn't smoke. My brother didn't smoke. I don't smoke. But... Everywhere you went, you had a smoking and non-smoking section. You had people smoking on the bus, people smoking on the plane, people smoking in the restaurants, people smoking at a bowling alley, and people smoking at the wrestling matches, the concerts. Smoking, smoking, smoking. Smoking. And I know people, some people violently, violently hate smoking and smokers. I've, I, I can't. I don't know if it's because of the way I grew up. 
you know, it's they do what they want. And smoke never bothered me that much. And I know the whole situation is secondhand smoke, but just uh, you didn't have a physical reaction. To no, it. no. Yeah. But when you, I grew up and matured, and when I went out to bars and shows, people were always smoking, and it was actually sort of part of the atmosphere right. to me. So when I go places now. And and like when I go see wrestling, it's it is a it, it's a there's a vibe that's different because it's not, you know, in boxing you always used to hear the boxing these smoky arenas. Mm-hmm. Well, they that's exactly what they were. People were smoking in the arena, and it would get smoky, and it was but it was it did provide this ambiance. Oh yeah, atmosphere. and you look at old photos. There's this blue cloud among like if you look at old basketball photos like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and stuff. You'll see like he's shrouded in this blue fog, and it's all the cigarette smoke in the arena. It's a really yeah. cool thing. Um, when I used to go to bars, uh, as I got older, I like I was a big I'm, I used to smoke cigars mm-hmm. quite a bit back in the day. Never got into cigarettes and couldn't smoke a ton. It's like I can go smoke like ten cigars. Uh, but I, it, so I like to go to, when I was drinking at the bar, I would like to have me a big stogie going. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, they banned smoking almost everywhere. And so that it, that took away from my enjoyment of going out to drink at the bar. Believe it or not, I like to, I like to sit down with my stogie and, 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 and have my bourbon or whatever. Uh, and I, it's one of those things. Now, here's things I don't, and my roommates used to smoke rich and everything in the apartment smelled like smoke right. all the time. So that does get old. Yeah. When you went out to the club or the bar, when you got home, you smelled like a stinky ashtray. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that stuff doesn't just come off. You yeah. know, it's in anywhere you go, you smell like a, a, a smoker. Mm-hmm. So it's a you know, listen. In the long run, it's a good thing. Obviously, people just smoke is bad or yeah. whatever. But you know. Yeah, I I feel sort of the same way. When I was in even when I was in college, you could still smoke in bars and stuff and. I always thought it was kind of hot, you know, you watch a girl smoke, like, he's got a cigarette, you know, I thought it was cool. I mean, now, get close to her and it's like, you actually smell the person that's been smoking, it's not quite as hot, but it's just, I can understand the, the appeal, and that's part of how cigarette companies market it. You know, when, but, I, when I worked at Lexmark, everyone smoked, when I worked at IBM Lexmark, and I used to, I'd go out and hang out with a smoker sometimes, uh, and they, 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 had an area out back the closest you could smoke to the building was this back door mm-hmm. right and so the smokers would be out there you ever seen that march of the penguins when it's uh, when all the penguins are up in the antarctic oh right? yeah 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 they yeah. would all yeah. huddle together right, right? Mm-hmm. and it like for warmth and the mm-hmm. smokers would do that <laughs> and they would all be huddled in and the smoke would just rise up like, like a, a bonfire but, yeah. right down the middle <laughs> and it was it was very bizarre yeah. looking wow but one thing that smoking started to do as i got older in in the 90s and on forward is it it made these smokers like a very tight band mm-hmm. of um, of misfits that were all and they were sometimes they'd get very militant about it you know and um I always felt sort of bad for them that they had to go out and smoke these cigarettes. Or here they are doing something unhealthy anyway. Now they're out in, in two degree weather, right. freezing their butts off, and they're trying to get their smoke in. But the flip side of it is, you're out in two degree weather, mm-hmm. man. That's a sign. Right. Probably should quit. Uh, but uh, you know, I've never had a problem with smoker. Uh, it's uh, I, I used to tell people, it's like, man, smoking's no good. It's like, listen, you know, they came for the smokes. One of these days, they're going to come for your booze. They're going to come for your. Uh, fatty foods they're going to come from the kind of movie you never you know you i'm always concerned that they're going to take this stuff too far mm-hmm. so yeah that's absolutely just... um but i wanted to show you these this is an item that you can buy at the convenience store in the candy in, in the uh in the candy aisle that looks exactly 
like uh, a pack of cigarettes. You know how much this costs? This is the least expensive candy I've ever bought. Probably, I don't know, 50 cents. 29 cents. Pop, pop it up. You're going to open cents. it up? Yeah, I was going to open it up here on the Now, when I was score. a kid, they made these uh, candy cigarettes that you could blow into, and it would smoke. Right, you get out. a little you puff. Yeah, yeah. But they think they banned those. They don't have those anymore. Yeah. This is the, Now they just sell candy in a cigarette package. You know, me and my partner um, were out in the armpit of Kentucky one time. and I was in a convenience store getting a pop, and I saw those. And I had not seen candy cigarettes for like decades. I never, I couldn't believe it. And now I've seen them more and more here recently. I don't, um, I I, did you ever have the bubblegum cigar? Absolutely, yeah. See, I, I don't remember having those. I just when, remember the when candy someone cigarettes. Had a, in the old days, uh, when, when someone had a baby, mm -hmm. they would hand out cigars. Right. You know? And occasionally, I would see these guys hand out the candy there cigars, the bubblegum cigars, or they'd have both, the banana ask you, you know? So that is the most... Uh, olive oil style, <laughs> low end, that's shriveled a, up. Yeah, I was going to say that's a rolled your own. There you go. <laughs> Do you feel cooler? Oh, I feel awesome. It's like a, a, to. I, I'm sure some of you've had these, but if you ever took the notion to go into like your third grade class and just eat a piece of chalk, just eat it. <laughs> that is a very similar sensation to what it is to eat these yeah. candy cigarettes. They are not good. This has got beef gelatin in it, by the way. That's my favorite. Ingredients. Dextrose, cornstarch, corn syrup, tapioca, beef gelatin. Tapioca. <laughs> and that always obscure artificial flavors. So you're telling me if I'm a vegan or a vegetarian? It's, you can't have any uh, any jello. Because yeah. it's all, yeah. What a bummer, man. Yeah. I'm a big jello guy anyway. You don't like jello? I, I mean, it's okay, but it's not like I go out of my, like, I'm not jonesing for a bunch of jello. It's mm. like I gotta have it, man. Mm. Yeah. Candy um, cigarettes, crazy. Yeah, but I just saw this and I was like, I'm gonna. I bet they don't. They, they don't have this in Europe. They don't have candy cigarettes. Really? Of course, you know the big thing now is Jewel. Have you heard about Jewel before? The singer? No. I like her. Jewel is a new way to vape. Okay, oh, and I God. think this is a Scandinavian thing. The people in the chat can tell me about it. Um, Ooh, liquor is pipe. But the uh, the it's like it looks like a USB drive, and you charge it in your USB drive. But you can vape with it, and this is what all the kids use now, because they it just looks like a USB drive, and it's called Jewel. J how do you blow it? How do you blow, where's the mouthpiece? It's it's all built in. Well, I mean, it's like the end of the USB drive. You can picture like a long USB drive. The end of it's got a hole, and you just and it comes through and all that stuff. And how long does it charge? I don't I don't know the specifics. Of does Jewel. anyone at your school do this? Oh, I'm I guarantee you without the shadow of a doubt that people. What's do your that. opinion on vaping? Vaping is a... Because I've vaped myself a few times. Um, I think that vaping, like the vaping subculture, is somewhat hilarious. Because it's just like any other subculture where you have the people and it's like, well, what's your rig look like? You know, and you talk about the wattage and the battery and all that stuff and the mixture. And like, but I don't think that we, we truly know. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of regulation about what goes into all these mixtures. And I wonder if uh, it's going to come out later on that there was some bad stuff in the in in the vapes. Well, you know, you know who first turned me on to the whole e-cigarette thing was Chudley, the Chad. Really? Because he used to be a smoker. He did, and he was looking for something to get him off the stick. Right. So he looked into vaping before right. it had a name. Right. And it was it was all, and I'm sure you folks, fine folks, know it's all out of Europe at the time. They didn't have it in the U.S. Mm -hmm. And so he got a he got online and ordered something from like Russia or something. Well, they tried to they tried to steal his credit card or something. So he never he never got that thing. And eventually he gave up. Mm -hmm. And then one time I was at a truck stop, 
and I saw an e-cigarette. I bought it. I'm like, I gotta try this. It was it was uh, menthol. I almost said methane. It was menthol. It was a methane <laughs> cigarette. That didn't go down too good. And uh, um, I was like, wow, look at this. And I tried it, and it, I was like, this is pretty good. And it lasted a while, you know. I don't I don't worry really smoke. I don't smoke cigarettes, but I saw I tried it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's just like overnight, like those vape shops were everywhere. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a billion dollar industry. And I have a rig, but unfortunately, it got smashed. Like I didn't get to use it that much either. Tell me about your rig. I don't know anything about it. Like it was a, gift, a Christmas gift, mm. you know. And I liked it because you could get non nicotine stuff for it, mm-hmm. and so which I didn't give a, I, nicotine. I don't give a crap. Right. You know, uh, you just like the sensation of just like breathing in, breathing out. That's right. Like yeah. so, I, I like I have a pipe too. Mm-hmm. Well, but I haven't used that thing for years. I got that from Russia, but uh, um, uh, it's I like to draw it in and stuff. And I like I like a good smoke now and again. But uh, I don't need all the extra you know crap that comes in there. But yeah, you're right. No one really knows for sure what's in them. I feel bad for the vape people. Yeah, they're now under fire. And you're right. No one knows for sure what's going on. But, I mean, here these poor suckers switch over to vape. They're trying to help themselves and get people off their back. And now you can't do that. Well, I think it's a double-edged sword because is vaping safer than smoking cigarettes? Absolutely, 100% yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But is vaping better than not doing that at all for the teenager? And the answer is probably not. And so I suspect more teenagers are vaping now than were smoking cigarettes 10 years ago. Absolutely. And that's, that's the issue. Um, But... You know, I've got to get one of these licorice pipes. Yeah, I've have you ever heard of that? No, licorice pipes. Are they? Do you? Are they just actually pipes made? Of, look that up, boat. Let's have okay. a picture of that. Yeah. So, Edwin, I got to ask you: Do are these uh, snooze? We don't have that. Oh um, yeah, we do have snooze. We do. Yeah, you don't know about man. You got to attend more sessions that I have to sit through at school. All right, what's a snooze? So snooze is like um, it's give like, me the snooze. <laughs> <laughs> it's like smokeless. It's a form of smokeless tobacco. So oh, okay. it's just like instead of having a big wad in your the snooze is is only a little bit. You just put a little bit under the tongue there and gets you the little nicotine buzz. Sort of like a skull banded. Yeah. Yeah, I think that it's almost the same thing. Oh yeah, this I never got into snuff. Yeah. Hey, give me a give me another smoke. All right. So, licorice pipe. Now, getting back to this, is this a pipe made of licorice, and you just eat the pipe? Because so I'm I, down with that. I'm looking at this right now on Amazon. I'll throw this up on the board here. Um, no, I won't. That's still big news. Freaks out. I've got the wrong window open. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh, that's like. Bear with me here. Things are going off the rails. Remember when you remember when you probably remember this, but remember when you were watching TV and sometimes they'd say like we're experiencing technical difficulties with coming <laughs> right. to the screen. Oh, yeah. And they'd play this music, you'd be like, circus music or or like something you would have played back in the thirties when you're on stage, you know? There'd be that picture of that wasn't there like an Indian chief or something in the in the test pattern and like there's anyway. So this is a licorice pipe. 2017 official release. I guess it's just a pipe made of licorice. See, those are those that. Hey, oh yeah, that looks great. Yeah, I wonder if you put candy put, pipe. You put some tobacco in there, you smoke it, you and then you eat the pipe, it. and that's that's what you do. It's 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 a full service industry. There's big nose again. I like that. See, we need to get some of those. But apparently, that. they're I guess they're banned in Norway. Why? Is that what they said. I don't know. It's candy. We got it. Yeah, and they got different flavors too. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, we, you know the the uh, um, 
the big, huge, thick licorice sticks. You like those, the uh, ones you got from Web WebKey? Yeah. Uh, um, I have just gotten through the last pack of those things. Oh, man. That's how long those things last. This, this, this fire... Oh. What is it called? Fire Eater? Fireball. The Fireball. This came from Graham, too. Graham's Graham, done well Graham by the a Amigos. Good, he's a good man. Yeah. And that candy he sent down, those cook. Oh, man, what a package of delicious. I still remember the halcyon days of that Amigos mailbag. Yeah, that's, that was good eating there. Yeah. But uh, um, a licorice pipe, I could, be, I could get down. So this is our tobacco and smoking episode. Yeah, <laughs> it's the long-awaited and tobacco and smoking oh, episode. I take this thing to the houseboat. Before we do, I just want to ask: Have yeah. you ever? Did you ever try? Did you ever dip a little bit in school? Absolutely not. A little bit, just a little Disgusting. bit. Disgusting. On the, on the no, baseball I never, field. No. I remember playing Babe Ruth over there by the Wave Pool Park, and that was the thing because we were in high school at that point, and everybody had the spit cup, and everybody's, you know, a little bit of that. Just That's like what the big turned leaders. me off of the whole dipping. <laughs> because I've almost drank out of the spit cups everyone oh my has. Gosh. And you look into that disgusting thing, you're like, holy God, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's nasty. I remember Coach May. So you're, wait a minute, you're telling me you, prim and proper, sweater vest boat, used to dip? No, no, I never oh, did. Oh, man, that would have been awesome. I wish that, I mean, I kind of wish that I would have so I could tell you that I did, but really that's the only reason why I wish I did. That, that would have changed my whole opinion of you. I have never, um, I've never been more repulsed by any one action <laughs> than that of a smokeless tobacco use. Um, you know, I've done, uh, I, I've, I've, I've smoked pretty much everything else, but that's the, I used to do the pipe a lot. I was a big pipe smoker. I, was, I had a, exotic I pipes. I've got an exotic pipe too. We should get together and smoke some. We should. We should. So weren't we going to smoke down here? But then your wife banned she that. She kiboshed that. That was that was that was no good by her. You got. You're lucky that she's taking care of you because you'd been off the rails oh, a long yeah. time ago. Yeah, I'd be smoking in here all the time, constantly. But um, but yeah, I I tried cigarettes one time oh, I'm ever. Sorry, Jason. But don't worry, it's tape, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. It'll be it'll be back before you know it. You ready to close this thing out, Aaron? Close it out, yo. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Until then, adios. adios.